All right, everyone, welcome back to the media that makes us. And today we're going to be talking about how perfect is Pitch Perfect. Now, Pitch Perfect is a movie that came out in 2012, starring Anna Kendrick. And there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of good things that came in this movie. It's not one of my favorite movies, but it is pretty iconic. And there's a lot of things that I do like in the movie. Um, I remember in 2012 when it came out, everybody was doing the cup song. I think I was like 10 years old when this movie came out. And I remember just everybody doing the cup song and for some reason everybody wanted to learn how to play acapella, how to do acapella. Because um, I remember when I got, I think like two two years later, I was in music class in like sixth grade and one of our assignments was to actually learn how to do the cup song. And I actually learned it. I was going to show y'all um, me doing it because I actually learned it in sixth grade how to do it. So But uh, yeah, so I learned that in like sixth grade. Um, and ever since I learned that, everybody just had to do it. Everybody learned how to do it. And that just became something that so many people was obsessed with because she made a music video to it too. And it, of course it was in the movie. So we're gonna start off with the beginning. So in the beginning, um, the main character, the person that play, the person Anna Kendrick plays is Becca. And she, she, it's a, it's a pretty good, um, she looks about college student age. I mean, the school she's going to is the same school that her dad works for. So that was always like, you know, and it's crazy because she wants to work in the music industry. She wants to be a studio, yeah, a studio producer. That's what she said she wanted to be. But she was going there and her dad didn't want her to go to LA because I don't even think she really truly wanted to go to college. But the movie opens up with her coming and going to college. And so then that is when we get to the part where something that stood out to me significantly, like it, it, this was something that I just, I didn't even know this was something people do, but it was some guys on the field, like the main field. In my college, we call it the drill field, but it, here, whatever their field is, they had guys with signs, like rating signs, like one through 10, that every time a girl walked by, they had the sign throwing it up, um, putting it up, seeing who had the best looks and everything. That was something that was so bizarre to me. But, um, newly actually starts with the acapella group, the Bellas, and you have the senior, well, she's a junior at the time, but her name is Aubrey, and you have Chloe. Aubrey and Chloe are like the original people from the the Bellas, and you know, what's iconic is Aubrey when she is singing a solo, she ends up throwing up in front of the judges. I mean, instantly she should have got like kicked off the team or everything. But I mean, at the same time, the girl who was over it, she was graduating, so you know she couldn't have a she had a say so, but like you know she wasn't gonna be there the next year. And so she was going to be handing the torch over to Aubrey and Chloe in the first place. And that was how the movie starts off. And it's pretty, pretty, pretty funny start, honestly. But their song that they end up doing all the time, like, it's it's a pretty boring song that they perform. And for some reason, Aubrey wanted to perform this song every single time. I never liked it. I mean, I liked it when I first heard it. 
fully, but you know, it gets annoying. It gets boring. And I'm pretty sure in the movie, the people who have to sit there and watch it is bored out of their mind. But um, something that also stood out to me is <laughs> the biggest groups when Jesse was showing when Jesse was getting showed around campus. It's it's funny because Benji was showing him and told him how the acapella group, the um, I think they call them the trombone. I'm trying to remember the name of the male group actually. Let me let me look at the male group. But the they they really just said that acapella was like the biggest group. Like they're bigger than the frats, bigger than the, than the sororities. Like that's always strange to me because usually in college it's always gonna be the sports and the frats and and sororities. But in this movie it's acapella groups. That that was always 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 funny to me. And so we also get to the point where. It's like, if you're not doing acapella, then you're, what are you doing with your life type thing? Which they take it very serious. Um, that's always funny to me, too, that they took acapella completely serious. But that's also a, a one fun fact that I wanted to talk about. So one of the main things that is very significant about Pitch Perfect is all of the songs they do, all of it is pure acapella. Like, it's serious acapella. And they actually made sure when they were hiring the cast that they were able to do acapella. They were able to sing and actually produce it. And that's one thing I admire about this movie. And I, I, I love the fact that they were able to do that. But um, we're going to skip straight into the shower scene. That's when Becca is actually being recruited because she didn't really take it seriously at first. She didn't really want to do it. But her dad told her that she needed to do something on campus. She needed to do something. And that was something that I just, I think it, the shower scene is, it's definitely different because what happened was Becca was in there to finish take a shower and cl and she was like singing a song. And she came up, Chloe came up and like, just like, oh, I know this song. I want to hear you sing it, and she wasn't gonna leave until she sing, until she sung it. So you know they actually started singing the song. It was a pretty good song. Uh, they had plenty of pop culture at that time songs that were being played and sung in this entire movie. So once she heard her, she told her to go to audition, and that's when she had to go and audition. So the audition song they used, which I really liked, was "Since You've Been Gone" by Kelly Clarkson. Very iconic song. Very iconic song. Um, in 2012 too especially I mean people really love Kelly Clarkson and they were definitely listening um, to that song and the way they performed it, it it reminded me of High School Musical like I could see High School Musical in this a lot actually like the, especially with the audition the audition just definitely seemed like High School Musical Glee type style and I really enjoyed um, watching people audition. And of course, you know, Andrew Kendrick, she came in late, Becca, and she had to perform the cup song. That's what she decided to do as her performance was the cup song. So that was, um, that went, that got famous when she did that. Um, their induction. So once they all made it, the induction was really funny to me because they, <laughs> they treated it like they were like fraternities and sororities. Like they had a whole pack that they had to do, the hoods over their heads, the bags over their heads, the drinking, the um, 
blood of the of the sisters, stuff like that. And then they went to an acapella party. Like it's like a frat. It's wordy. But acapella. Which we've already known. And it's just it's 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 humorous to me. But they have a rift off. And I really like rift offs because in this rift off they pretty much they did some pretty good songs, um, especially with the 80s. I, I like their 80s pop culture reference when they did their rift off, which I loved watching it. It was amazing to see. Um, so something that happened that I think is important is Amy, Fat Amy. You know, she has the confidence of unlike anybody else in this entire movie. Like she, and, and she says something whenever they were talking, which I'm gonna get back into later, how knowledgeable Fat Amy is, even though people act like she isn't because you know she's like very loose very happy all the time and she's very much confident within herself and i and you know i think everybody needs some fat amy confidence that's what i like to say because she's she's one of a kind um so another thing that's significant in in this movie is becca and jesse you know jesse is with the opposing the all god group um the troublemakers, I think that's what they call themselves, and they um, they are like going against the the Bellas. It's weird because you know Bumper, he's the lead guy. He's pretty pretty mean, honestly. But Jesse, he can sing. I mean, everybody in this movie can sing, of course. But like Jesse was able to sing, and him and and Becca actually worked for this for the radio station. Um, and uh, also Becca makes beats that's something else that you got to make sure you remember that she also makes a lot of beats makes a lot of mixtapes and her goal is to get those actually produced and get them out there so the troublemakers they win every year yeah they they literally win every single year so at this point the bellas wanted to beat them or at least make it to nationals because they don't even make it to nationals because something always happens someone always slip up and it's probably because of their song choice if we're being honest like her song choice was not it they did the same song every time and you can tell that's why they were losing not because of anything else but because they were just boring honestly but that's where becca comes in and makes things better fan amy comes in and make things better they the only reason they even made it past Regionals is because of Fat Amy because she did something significant. She was wild and free, and it was something no one expected because they're used to them being boring. And I think um, another problem is Becca got some serious like issues. Like when I first watched this movie, I always thought Becca was like cool or you know she's like the star. But like the more you watch it nowadays, you're like yeah, Becca was really mean towards a lot of people. She was that nonchalant, don't care, don't care about nothing type of girl and pushing everyone away type thing and it got to the point where you could tell all she cared about was herself but she eventually made friends which I think she admits that she never really had friends probably because she acted like she didn't care but I mean it also has something to do probably with her dad and her mom getting divorced but I mean even then I mean that still doesn't justify the way that she treats everyone she meets. Like, I guess she probably, she had some of that childhood trauma or, or who knows how recent the divorce was. I know she was going through something, but, you know, that's a mistake a lot of people make is when they're, um, when they go through something, they end up taking it out on other people. People who really have nothing to do with the situation at all, who actually may or may not want to help. But Becca... She was pretty mean towards Jesse. And Jesse stood his ground. I mean, if I was Jesse and she treated me that way, 
he would not see me no more. Like, it was not going to happen. Like, basically, because they got, because she got, she ended up going, getting locked up in jail because of an accident. Some broke a window. And Jesse called her father because he didn't know who else to call. Because, you know, it's not like she just has a bunch of friends to call. So Jesse called her father to come get her. She get mad. I'm like, bruh, bruh, you want to sit in jail? Because, you know, he was trying to help her out. And she, she didn't want no help. She always thinks she can do everything by herself. But eventually, you know, they make up at the end, of course. I mean, come on now. And so towards the end, it's funny to me because the trouble – Troublemakers, they have to. They, they, their leader bumper throws a burrito on Fat Amy, on the way there, and then Fat Amy forgets to gas up their bus, and then that's also the bus scene is where the the um, party in the USA um, scene comes from, but they end up all taking a bus together to to nationals, and I don't think it actually specifies in the movie at the end if they win nationals i just know that they do really really good in nationals but as you know bumper leaves to go be like to go do some gig for this other famous um musician and just leaves his crew behind which i mean i always knew he was he definitely did not he he seemed like a push over a uh, type of guy that would push everybody else over but when it's his turn he really ain't gonna be there so i didn't even like bumper at all i didn't even like his singing to be honest i think jesse should have been lead from the beginning because he had the best voice and especially the way he was treating benji but um no nah, it's just i really really like the way that they have different types of people in college different types of people in general you know you got aubrey who's the very 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 control freak like she was she was different she she said so many rules for them girls it didn't even make sense how many rules they said for, she said for them I, I definitely could not do it I, I could not but I mean I just like that the aesthetic the movie had I, and then like there's a scene where they're all the girls are sitting around and making they're making a confession and when they get to Fat Amy's turn to make a confession, she's like, I'm an open book. You know, you're not living unless you're living the truth. Like, that's really something that stood out to me. Because she talks about how she's always honest. Like, even though she calls herself Fat Amy, she knows that she's big. And she's okay with that. You know, she's okay with who she is. She doesn't matter expressing herself. Versus everybody else is kind of shy and hides at least something. But Fat Amy, she's very confident in the person she is. And that's why I say I think everybody should be like Fat Amy every once in a while. Or if not all the time. But I really like this movie. My, like I said, my favorite thing is the fact that it's like real. The fact that they do use acapella. Um, I never much, I never could have been much of an acapella singer myself. But I do have a very high respect level for acapella because I mean it's it's definitely not easy. I definitely tried after watching that movie for like days. I was just trying to make sounds and sing at the same time. It, it ain't easy. But I really like how. They bring the whole movie together. And there's a reason it's three movies. I mean, each movie is good. And I just, I really liked it. This is the start of something amazing. And it was a perfect movie to come out for its time. But thank you.